This is the Visionary Collective podcast, helping visionary, purpose-led entrepreneurs and leaders come together to activate their biggest visions and have the unshakable confidence to build a successful and fulfilling life and business that makes a difference in the world. I'm Lisa Mitchell, and I'll be sharing everything you need to create the foundations and growth to build your legacy. You know you are here to do something bigger as part of the Visionary Collective. Hi there, and welcome to this episode. So today I want to talk about courage. And I love that word courage. For some reason, it feels more energizing, like it's got more energy in it than bravery. Bravery feels like I've got to, you know, build myself up to it and take that brave new step. And it feels like a big deal. Courage, though, feels to me like it comes from the inside. It's like we can connect to it. We can move our energy in that direction. And so I want to talk today about why courage feels so important for you as a visionary entrepreneur, as a founder, as a leader, whether you are a leader in an organization, whether you're a founder of a company, whether you just need to take some courageous next steps in your life. I want to talk about how to do that and how to create that positively and bravely and, you know, to feel like you can be courageous, not just in your work, but also in your life. So why is courage so important? Well, you know, for those of us that go first, for those of us that lead, for those of us that have vision, it takes courage to do that, right? You know, we're not people that operate by the status quo. We're not people who live life in the same way as most people live life. We have the courage to stand by our own convictions. We have the courage to do what feels right for us. We have the courage to tune in and go, do you know, it doesn't feel right, or this doesn't make sense to me, or I don't want to live that life that I see so many people living. I want it to be different. And one of the key traits of visionaries that I really connect to because I am one myself and because I've worked with hundreds of clients through the years who come from this same mold is that we're the change makers, we're the questioners, you know, and I can go right back to my corporate life and remember myself sitting in meetings going, I don't understand, like, I don't understand what we're trying to do and what we're saying we're going to do isn't making sense to me. And it isn't going to hit that objective that we think we're going to get to. So many of my clients, and I'm sure this is true if you're listening to this podcast today, that you've had these experiences of sitting in rooms going, is it just me? (laughs) Everyone else seems to think this is a good idea. Everyone else seems excited by this prospect, but not me. Like, oh my gosh, I'm the different person in the room again you know? And it takes courage to be the different person in the room. It takes courage to stand up for your values and your beliefs. It takes courage to go, yes, I know that's how the majority of people live life, but I'm going to do it differently. And I think that comes from an inner knowing, an inner sense of self, and a desire for things to be different. You know, the people that I work with are already successful, create amazing things in the world, and they're so conscious that there's more impact that they can have. And I feel like this quality of courage is so inherent in us. 
it's so needed in us if we want to create change in the world. And I even had an example this week of my daughter who's 10. And I talk a lot about, you know, the fact that I live my life in an aligned way. So the way I parent is very aligned with the way I work with my clients. You know, I coach my 10-year-old all the time. And she was telling me about this situation in school where she felt like one of the other kids was being mean to somebody that was new in the school and that it was bothering her. You know, she has a lot of integrity and kindness in her. Kindness is really one of her core values. And she watched this going on. She watched other children laughing at this new child. And the new child wasn't even really conscious of what was going on. He hadn't even seen it. But to my daughter, she was kind of like, no, not okay. And she basically stood up for this kid and was like, no, please stop being unkind. This is not okay. It's not okay to make fun of somebody, especially when they're new and they've never done this subject before, you know? And I was talking to her about courage, actually, and saying to her, you know, that took courage for you to go against the grain, for you to not just stay quiet, for you not to just join in with those other kids, which is what would have been the easier choice, although not for her because her integrity level, like mummy's, is very high. But she said to me, she said, yes, she said, it actually did mummy because I felt awkward about it and I knew it was going to create a disagreement with one child in particular but I just knew I had to do it. And I thought to myself afterwards, what a brilliant example of courage and what that takes. And I could tell that when I said it to her, it was courage. Like, you know, it did take some courage to stand out. There was definitely a decision point where she could have just gone with the status quo. She chose not to. And I know it was a deliberate choice. And I also know that in that moment, it just bubbled up. So she said to me, look, you know, I couldn't help myself, mummy. I couldn't stay quiet any longer. And so it did also get it bubbled up from inside. And so I was, when I was thinking about this topic and thinking about recording an episode on this topic, I was feeling like, you know, it's an interesting one because it has lots of nuances in it. And I think we both choose courage. There are moments where we just go, I'm going to do it. And we're conscious of the courage it takes and the decision that we're making. And at other times, it's like it bubbles up in us, particularly if we've suppressed something for a while, where we just go, enough is enough. I'm moving. I am making the decision. I'm leaving. I'm going. I'm choosing this thing. I'm walking away from something. So it it gets kind of pushed by circumstances and our emotions, and sometimes we consciously choose it. And so there are different experiences, I think, of courage and how it appears. And I'm also conscious that we're all different personalities. So courage to you may mean something different than it means to me. And so I want you to, as you're listening to this episode, I would love it if you can connect to this for yourself. What does courage mean to you? When have you been courageous in your life? And courageous in a way that you can really give yourself credit for. Bloody hell, that was actually really courageous. And I've never really sat down and acknowledged how courageous that was to give yourself credit for that. And also to look at the times where you're not courageous. You know, maybe there's something at the moment that you're sitting with that you go, hmm, I know I'm not being courageous here and I really need to be. 
So that's another way of thinking about it and looking at it and feeling into, okay, do I need more courage right now? Am I letting something slide? Am I not making those big decisions because of fear, because of worry, because my brain's told me it isn't logical, all of those things? Because at the end of the day, courage takes trust. And self-trust and trust in the universe is one of the things that I have been conscious of in my life for so long. I knew that, you know, I could have said this 10, 15 years ago, I knew there were two big things that would be a huge part of my journey as I kind of embarked on this personal development journey that I've been on. Trust, you know, to really trust. And in trust is, you know, not controlling, having that deep sense of trust, both in myself and in a universal force and energy around me. And also to let go. And they're kind of combined because they both have control as the opposite. <laughs> so I describe myself sometimes as a recovering perfectionist and a recovering control freak, right? I still have those moments, believe me, where I start to control or I believe everything has to be perfect for me to move forward with it. But it's less of that now that I, I've been through enough to mean that I can trust myself more fundamentally. And I certainly trust that the universe is always working in my favor. So I wanted to talk today about some personal experiences for me of where courage has really played a role in my life. And I'm sharing those experiences because I feel like when we share our stories, when we share our experiences, it's so powerful. And as I share my stories, I share my experiences I'm conscious that nothing is ever personal, that these are universal experiences that I've gone through, that you've gone through in different ways, in different times in your life. So I'm sharing them with the purpose of connection. So both to inspire you that, you know, when you are courageous, amazing things happen, and also so that you can make a connection to what courage means for you. And I'm going to talk about this from my life and my business, because I say for me, there's no separation that when I work with my clients, it's all about alignment. And the more aligned you are in yourself as a human being across your life and work, the more successful you will be. And I know that sounds like I very rarely have truths because I believe we all have our own experience, but I, I know that's so fundamentally from my own experience. And I know it from the hundreds of clients that I've worked with that when you hit that point of alignment, when you can truly be you across all aspects of your life and work, and you're not having to bend yourself into pieces, you know, like a friend of mine said, like, you know, bend yourself like a pretzel into these different experiences, these different roles, these different ways that you believe you have to be, then you absolutely know that you're capable of so much more. It becomes so much easier. And I want your life to feel easy and effortless and fun and impactful. And like, you just cannot wait to do all the things that you need to do because it just feels so energizing for you. And that's totally possible because that's the majority of my time and my life. That's what it feels like. So I've been living from a very courageous place for, gosh, the last 10 years, but it becomes more and more embedded in me the more aligned, the more integrated I've become, the more healing work I've done on myself. 
And for those of you who followed my story, you all know that I left my marriage. I'm not good on timings. You know, I, I think it was like five, six years ago. I don't hold time in that sense, but I left my marriage and it was something that was building for quite a long time. I knew it wasn't working. I knew that myself and my ex-husband were in very different places. I knew that for me, I have to feel like my life, my relationship, my business are evolving. And so not that things have got stuck, but they're staying the same. And I reached a point where I realized that this was just not going to move, that the where we were was where we were. And there was a reluctance on the other side for him to really create the change that I needed to be happy. He makes his own decisions. He's on his own journey. But for me to be happy, this relationship would have held my energy back, just would not have allowed me to be all that I could be. And one of the things I've realized I've gone on this journey is that you cannot have one piece of your life stuck and expect to reach your potential in another area of your life. So I've really experienced my business, my work, my work as a coach and a healer and an activator for people and what that was like when I was in my marriage and what it's like now. And it's been so fascinating to see that because I realize that even though you know, if you talk to my clients then, they'd have said how powerful my work was and people would get transformation all the time and there was amazing things happening. But when I came out of my marriage and I started to heal stuff from that and I started to claim a different space myself energetically, it was only when I was out of it, I realized how draining that was to try and hold this transformational place for my work and my clients and what I was doing in the world on that side and be in a relationship that drained me was, I honestly look back and I'm like, I don't even know how I did that now. Honestly, I just think that's like, that must have taken a superhuman effort, right? Versus where I am now. So as soon as I was out of that and into my new life, it was like I could breathe a huge sigh of relief. And all my energy lined up and it became so much easier to do my work in the world. And my work in the world took on a whole new power and potential. But, you know, for anybody to leave a long-term relationship, married or not, takes a huge amount of courage because the fallout from it, even if you're strong and resilient, which I absolutely am, even if you've done a lot of personal development work, which I have, you are dealing with a whole other dynamic on the other side, potentially. And I wouldn't change that experience for the world because it took me personally to places and challenges that I would never have had without that experience. I've healed parts of myself that I would never have healed had I not had that experience. And so I I acknowledge the courage that it took to say that I'm done. I can't be in this relationship any longer with no sense of how it was all going to work out. I think my daughter was about five at the time, four or five, when this all started. And so I had a young child. I was the breadwinner in our family. I brought the money into the business My husband always used to work in the business, but it's built on my skills and my experience. 
I had no idea how I was going to create a home for me and my daughter and work and bring in enough money as a single parent, potentially. I mean, literally, it was a huge melting pot of unknowns. And yet there was a part of me in the inner core of who I am that said, this is the right thing to do. And that you cannot be who you need to be in this relationship. And you cannot do the work that you need to do in this relationship. I just knew that with every cell of my body. And so even though it was courageous, and I acknowledge myself for that courage, and it absolutely was courageous. I mean, the stuff that went down, I I can't even express. And I don't talk about all the details of it because I'm respectful to that person. My ex-husband is my daughter's father. And so I don't talk openly about a lot of it in, in detail, but I do talk about the courage it took and that it was literally like walking into the unknown. That's the only way I can describe it. But out of that courage, out of the ability to hold that courage in the absolute worst of times opened up a transformation for me that I cannot even describe. So I sit here now living in Bournemouth, five minutes from the sea, in a beautiful home with a booming business, with my daughter in a school that she absolutely adores, you know, doing work that I love feeling energized, feeling more energized and excited about my life than I felt in years, knowing that it was that act of courage that really created where I am now. Isn't that extraordinary? And that act of courage was not, it was actually, that was the catalyst for the whole piece. But actually there were many points along that journey where I also had to find courage. It would have been very easy to stay in our family home and to try to buy him out or to leave that home and go and live somewhere else, but still have that home sitting there. And I just, you know, as I went through this emotional journey, this healing and clearing journey, I knew that house had to go. Again, it made no financial sense because we had to sell it and buy and stamp duty and all the things, right? But I just knew that I had to cut that cord. I had to cut that tie. I had to go and do the next thing. And so here we are in a beautiful house in Bournemouth, five minutes from the beach, which has always been my dream. But again, you know, we didn't move to Bournemouth by chance. So we left Cookfield, where we used to live, where we have a whole network of friends where people would have LRA at a minute's notice. I was living there on my own, essentially as a single parent. So the logical thing to do would have been to stay in Cookfield and to have friends around me and people that would pick LRA up from school and look after her if I went to London on work or internationally for work or whatever. And I made the decision to leave. I made the decision to move to Bournemouth. This makes no logical sense. And I have to tell you, this was probably the most illogical thing that I did along the way. And the thing that took the most courage, because all my friends were saying, you know, how are you going to cope? They were voicing all my fears from a place of deep love and affection. 
How will you cope? You don't know anybody down there. Who's going to look after LRA? How are you going to create your business? How are you going to work? How is this all going to happen? Right. And I said, I don't know. But I just trust. And I know somewhere deep in my heart that Bournemouth is the place for us right now. Maybe not forever. I don't know. But this is the place for us right now. I just knew it with every cell of my body. And I had to listen to that and be courageous enough to listen. And I have to say, it's one of the best decisions I ever made. I love it here. I've got LRA. I took LRA also in the process, took it out of a normal primary school and put it into the Steiner education system, which has been extraordinary. I have made amazing friends here. And do you know the weird thing that even before we moved here, we were, I was in a WhatsApp group with parents from the class she was moving into and word got around that I'm a single parent and people started to message me personally to say, if you need help, just shout. If you need help with your daughter, just shout, I'm here. And I thought, isn't that extraordinary that I just trusted that the support would be here and support was here, even without me asking for it. How extraordinary is that? And I've met some extraordinary people and I've made beautiful friendships. And I know that at any point I can call on that group and I can call on individuals when I need to. We've also found an extraordinary nanny who helps me out one day a week. We have a dog walker who's become a friend of the family. We have a cleaner who is amazing. So we've got this kind of like network, support network that I have never experienced in my life. But I only have that support network because it became from courage and trust. And the same thing about my business. I continually let go of things in my business. I don't build the business from a place of like, do this and do this and do this, follow that track. I have walked away from businesses where I could have made a fortune because it didn't feel in alignment to me, because the business was going down a different track, because I couldn't ethically line up with what they were doing. I've still got a great business here, but could it have been bigger from a logistical perspective? Absolutely. But I know that my life has taken me to this point. And the more I align, the more amazing things start to happen. And I couldn't have done that without being on this journey, without coming to this place of deep courage and trust. And so I hope as I tell these stories, I hope as you feel into what I'm creating in the business and in my life, you can feel the courage that it takes. You can feel the energy of that courage, the definiteness of that courage, how much trust it takes to make those decisions, how we need to connect to our desires to make those decisions, how we need to clear what's blocking us. You know, the healing journey has been enormous for me in the last two or three years. Only by clearing that stuff out could I really have the courage to sit here where I am now. And then what's interesting is I'm about to embrace visibility in a whole other way. I am about to bring out a whole new body of work that is extraordinary. And I can only do that because I know the courage that I have. I know the courage that I can bring. I now am clear enough and courageous enough and definite enough 
to truly put myself out there in the world, to promote my body of work, to claim a space in the world as an influencer, as a visionary, as someone who's here to create change. I know now I'm ready, which, you know, I couldn't even have said that a year ago, 18 months ago when I started this podcast. So the courage is not, it doesn't have an end point. It doesn't have a kind of like, oh, I am now courageous and then everything else will be easy. You know, for every up level, for every next step, there'll be a a courage that you draw on. There'll be another level of decision that you make about yourself. There'll be another level of decision that you make about your life. And only by doing that, only by staying in that place of courage, in the place of trust, in the place of not knowing, will you truly create what I call visionary success and the life that you want across all aspects of your life, in your relationships, in your home life, in your finances, in your work. Because the truth is they're all the same. They're all the same energy. They all spring from the same well, if you like. And when you know that, when you trust that, when you just know that no matter what happens, you have the courage to take the big leap because you know you're you're safe. You know you're safe. You know you're supported. You know you trust. And when you know that, courage becomes just part of everyday life. So I'd love you to just ask yourself as you listen to this, like, where have you been courageous in your life? And acknowledge yourself for that. Give yourself a pat on the back. Go, oh my God, actually, I've never really acknowledged how much courage it's taken to be me and to be on this journey and to be different and to stand out and to go against the grain. Wow, I'm proud of me for the courage that took. And notice where the next courageous steps are. What is the next courageous step you could take today? Where are you actually holding yourself back? You know, and I know this feeling, I've been doing it and that's okay because there's a piece of timing that I just know now that I'm ready for that next courageous piece. And when you know, you know, it lines up. It's a hell yes. So I hope this has been really helpful listening to my stories today, listening to my experiences, connecting to that to the universality of those experiences and what courage has meant for you in your life and what courageous steps you can take today. And as ever, I'm always here for you. I'm here for my audience, for the people who listen to this, the people that interact with me. So come and chat with me in my Facebook group, on social media, email me, reach out to me. You'll find all the details of how to contact me in the show notes of this podcast. I wish you well, I wish you courage, and I wish you everything you desire in your life. Thank you for listening to Visionary Collective Podcast with Lisa Mitchell. If you want to be part of this exciting, bigger movement, come and join other amazing visionary purpose-led entrepreneurs in my free Facebook group, The Visionary Collective. 